You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. This is episode 23 of the Today I Found Out Daily Knowledge podcast with me, Simon Whistler, and in this episode you're going to learn that in the entire original Star Trek, the words, beam me up Scotty, are never actually uttered. But how close did Captain Kirk come? And in the bonus fact section you're going to learn just how prevalent this quote has become in popular culture. To get more great content just like this, head on over to spokenmatter.com forward slash today I found out, where you'll find our brand new five hour long audiobook for just $5. And if that's not enough listening for you, Audible are the leading audiobook provider in the world with over 100,000 titles to choose from. Grab a free audiobook on us if you sign up today by going to todayifoundout.com forward slash audible. Let's get started with today's show. In the entirety of the original Star Trek, the words, beam me up, Scotty, are never uttered. They did come close several times, such as in the 1969 episode of the original series, The Savage Curtain, Kirk says, Scotty, beam us up fast. Likewise, in the 1968 episode, The Gamesters of Triskelion, Kirk simply says, beam us up. Kirk came closer still in the 1967 episode, This Side of Paradise, in which he says, beam me up. And finally, the closest Kirk ever came to saying the phrase was in Star Trek IV, The Journey Home, in which he says, Scotty, beam me up. The only place you'll find the line in somewhat official canon is The Ashes of Eden, a novel co-written by William Shatner and published in 1996 as part of the so-called Shatnerverse of Star Trek. Even then, the novels Shatner wrote are disputed in terms of how much they should be considered canon. In popular culture, of course, the line is universally and intrinsically linked with the show. How did this start, you ask? Nobody really knows. There is a theory that these types of movie, TV, misquotations, of which there are many, are often remembered that way simply because they sound smoother than the actual quote. For example, beam me up, Scotty, flows better than beam us up, Mr. Scott. Factor this in with many years of proliferation, and eventually misquotation can become so popular William Shatner will put it in one of his novels. Interestingly, this quote almost never was. This may surprise you considering the quality of Shatner's hairline, but the original Star Trek series didn't have a very big budget. The budget was so low, in fact, that there was no room in it for showing a giant spaceship landing. Originally, they planned on having the whole Enterprise land on alien planets. After presumably double-checking Shatner's food budget, the crew realized they'd have to come up with a way of getting the cast onto an alien planet without breaking the bank, which is where the transporter came in. Along with seeming futuristic and reducing the cost of each episode a good amount, the transporter also streamlined the show considerably, adding time which could be better used for fleshing out the story. It also introduced a plot element that would remain a series and indeed a genre mainstay for decades. In other words, if Star Trek had had a better budget when it first aired, we'd have no idea how awesome being able to transport our matter thousands of miles in an instant would be, and the Enterprise taking off and landing would have become as annoying as Team Rocket's opening speech every single episode. As far as how the effect was realized, that too is a fairly ingenious act of cost-cutting. The crew recorded flecks of aluminium percolate powder hitting a piece of black cardboard with a bright light shining on the flecks, giving the distinctive twinkling effect seen on the show. 
In post-production, this effect was superimposed over the crew, and using a simple fade-out, the effect of the crew disappearing was achieved. This process was reversed for rematerialization. As noted in the book, Teleportation, The Impossible Leap, as the series and technology went on, this homebrew effect was phased out, in lieu of a computer-generated one. However, as a nod to the past, the twinkling effect was kept in with most transporter technologies depicted in the various Star Trek shows. And now for today's bonus fact. Funny enough, Scotty, aka James Doohan, titled his autobiography Beam Me Up Scotty after this common misquotation. You just listened to the Today I Found Out daily podcast. This podcast is brought to you by todayifoundout.com and is produced by SpokenMatter.com. Thanks for listening.